Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back. This week, I have an amazing sweaty sister on here with me, Amanda Kay, known on our Facebook group, but it's Mandy. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Good to be here. So today, we are going to talk about fitness and motherhood, how to balance both, because I think they're so important to find a happy medium, a happy balance, and I'm just curious hearing from you. I would say you're a core member inside of JGFG. And a lot of members look up to you. You give no excuses, but you're also so involved with your children and bringing them into it. And they're always watching. And so I just want to hear your take on how, what does JGFG mean to you? We'll start with that. Okay. And then fitness, motherhood, balance. Okay. Well, JGFG to me is 100% just feeling like you have a support system a good core group of women that push you, hold you accountable, make you laugh. There are days when all of us go through it. We don't want to push play. It's a struggle. It may be an off day. But for some reason, once you get that workout in and you start interacting with all these wonderful ladies, and sometimes you're so close to them when you haven't even met them, but they can feel and they can tell that, you know, something might be a little bit off or she's not, you know, as chipper today or whatever. And so then from there, you see these encouraging posts and comments. Some of them reach out to you with messages yeah. and just say, hey, what's going on or however that may play out. But it is just like I told you earlier, most of these people I haven't even met in person, but yeah. I feel like I have so many best friends that I get to talk to every single day. And it's just incredible. It makes you want to be a better person. You want to keep showing up for them as well as yourself. So right. it's it's just so empowering. Question. Did you yeah. have like a big girl group of tight-knit friends like always? Or is this like some people, this is their first experience mm -hmm. with positive girl mm -hmm. group because they're like have this bad taste in their mouth. And they're like, girls have always been mean to me. And then they come here and they're like, girls can actually, women can be nice to each other. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yes, I don't tolerate it mm -hmm. otherwise here. Yeah. And so I always like to hear what were your female relationships? Did you have a lot? Did you just rely like you and your sister? Like, what was that like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, an interesting question because I would say growing up, uh, my focus was a lot on sports. I was a tomboy, if you will. Um, and I did high school, same thing, played lots of sports, didn't really have much of a social life, if you will, I would say. Yeah. I had, you know, a group of good high school girlfriends, um, but honestly, probably five or so maybe that I would, you know, socialize with and do stuff with. I was just so busy. Right. But at that point in my life, I didn't really feel like I was missing much because I just was so hyper-focused on athletics. Going to college, 
I feel like for me was that first opportunity to, you know, joining a sorority, playing collegiate golf, you know, you have all those circumstances and and those environments where you're kind of thrown in. Definitely a lot of different dynamics. You learn to cohabitat with people that (laughs) maybe, you know, you wouldn't have necessarily lived with, you know, previously, but you, it teaches you a lot. It teaches you patience, understanding. Um, there's a specific story that whenever we were with our sorority and, and going through all of that fun stuff, I just, for some reason, felt like I could connect with with people. I could kind of see what they were going through specifically. And like I always somehow felt like I could relate to the things that they were telling me or you're an empath. Yes. Yeah. I just, I don't know what that means, but yes, sure. You feel what other people are feeling. Yes. I am very much like that also. Like whenever I have members come in, I try to be Mm -hmm. one-on-one and like they're feeling emotional. I feel like I carry it. I think Mm -hmm. that's you. Yes. Sorry, you go ahead. No, that's fine. Um, But yeah, I feel like this group for sure, I have been a little bit more outgoing um, and outspoken, if you will. And my my confidence, I, I feel like after college, I don't know what it was, but I feel like I maybe lost a little bit of my confidence. I don't know if it's because I lost that identity of being an athlete. Yeah. And all of us, whenever we, you know, you get married, start a family, become a mom. That always takes priority. It does. You and definitely almost, especially in the baby, baby years, you kind of lose yourself and your individual identity. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. So I think with that goes the confidence a little bit. For sure. Stuff changes all around. Your marriage changes, your body changes. You maybe lose out on some friendships Yeah. um, just because your priorities are different. So I feel like now I have learned um, that just because things change and your circumstances are different, but they're all in my mind, they're my blessings. Right. You just have to always look for the positive and always try to pull that from people. And I think this group has 100% supported me. I mean, I see posts all the time of these ladies that are just like, I cannot even put into words how welcome everybody in here makes me feel. Yeah. It's never fake. It's always sincere. So genuine. Yeah. It is just, it's incredible. I mean, and Again, I just wish we could all get together and have events like every week so we could Same. all just interact. But, Same. you know, in the time being, we'll just keep messaging and and chatting and laughing together. So I love that. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. Um, I love it. Those are like some of my favorite testimonials is listening to how people all over the United States mm-hmm. didn't know each other until JGFG mm-hmm. and one comment turned into a connection and now they message or text every day. Mm-hmm. And they're best friends. And they're like, this girl's my soul sister. And I didn't even know <laughs> exactly. her, you know, 20 weeks ago. Uh-huh. And that's wild to me. Yep. And it gives you this forever bond. So I don't know, though, those moments I'm like, yes, because I personally know, like, like you said, like your priorities shift. So sometimes that includes losing friends mm-hmm. or maybe you're in a different season of life than specific friends that you were once friends with, which isn't bad. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And so finding, we talked about this a little bit earlier, friends as like adults or as like a husband and a wife or parents or people who align with you, mm-hmm. it's hard. It is. And and it seems so hard on the outside, but so easy on the inside of JGFG. Mm-hmm. And so that has been a common 
answer on what is it for you and it's the relationships formed. Mm -hmm. But I will say there's two sides of that. People can come in and they're like, oh no, I've got my best friend. I've got this. I don't need this relationship. And then they find themselves connecting with someone even closer and become closer with someone inside of the group because they're on the same wavelength. They're on the same like-minded goal of being better than yesterday. They have something to talk about like, hey, I did my workout. Did you do your workout? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, these Arnold's absolutely destroyed my shoulders Yes. versus maybe your friend who's not doing JGFG. That's hard and maybe they feel uncomfortable because they're not doing the workouts and you are and you're just in different seasons and I'm here to tell you it's okay to have friends outside of it and inside of it and just love them all and just understand maybe they're just in a different season of life. You can't make somebody want to join the group. You can't make somebody want to work out and exercise and change their life if they don't want to do it themselves. Exactly. And so just give everybody grace Mm -hmm. in friendships and in relationships, but it's always the sweaty sisters talking about how genuine comments. And what I love the most about you is that just on my side, we just met for the first time today. Yes, and we did. It's been an amazing day. It has been. Thank you. But I feel like we've known each other for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of my favorite things about you is that you will read the post and not just say, good job, good work, great hustle. And it's so easy to do it. And mm-hmm. we had this conversation mm-hmm. of how I comment on people. There's me, one of me and thousands of you guys. Mm-hmm. So for you... You stand out in the sense of you are putting in, you kind of match the effort of what that post is. If they're just posting and you're like, great work, but I always see you follow with like a compliment or something you're, and it's a genuine one. Like your shoulders are showing so much improvement over the last couple of weeks I've noticed. Or how was your vacation? How was this? I see you showing up earlier than you did last week. And it's amazing to me. You're amazing and it's genuine and it's real and it's hard. Like that's hard work to keep tabs on keeping my own self in check, my kids, my husband, my life, my work, and then now all of these members. But I feel like for you, it's so genuine and that almost I notice. I feel like it pours, it fills up your cup. It does. Pouring into other people. It does. And I feel like I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. And so for me, people are like, how do you comment? It really makes my day when you comment on my stuff. And I try, but the Facebook algorithm is odd. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll see people and then they just disappear. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what happened to them? So then I have to intentionally go look for them. But what I do is like three to four times a day, I set a timer on my phone because I feel better when I intentionally comment on my members' posts. Mm -hmm. And I get to see, but you can get lost in that group. There's thousands and thousands of posts every single day. Absolutely. And you can get lost in the feed and you can waste so much time where I was supposed to be doing this, but instead I just got caught up on the post and Mm -hmm. then one turns into this and I'm trying to get as many as I can. And that gets overwhelming and you can almost burn yourself out, which is where I feel like a lot of the seasoned members sometimes get to a point where they're like, I just can't keep up. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Like don't set any expectations with it. What I do is I'll set a timer, whatever I have for that day, 10 minutes, 15, 20, 30, depending the busyness of my day. And I will go into the group and I set it 15 minutes and then I'm walking straight upstairs and I'm working out. That's usually how it goes. Or while I'm drinking my coffee, I have until, you know, 10 minute timer to drink this coffee and comment. Mm -hmm. And I will go through and I will read posts and I will try to give 
positive feedback in a genuine manner of mm-hmm. like seeing them for them and their posts and their hard work and less of, oh, I got to comment on everyone's and more of like quality over quantity. Correct. Yep. For me. Mm-hmm. And it's worked. And it, it the timer allows you to not feel like I get so caught up and then I'm on my phone constantly. So 10 minute timer, three, four times a day. That's 40 minutes in total, but it's still less than one one reel turns into two, exactly. turns into 17. <laughs> three hours later and yes. you're wondering where the day went. Exactly. Yep. And for so sure. that's why it, for members, that's like my piece of advice on commenting. But mm-hmm. I'm going to piece that with you get what you give inside the sweaty sisterhood. Mm-hmm. You can be there for five years and you may be used to at the beginning comment on sweaty selfies and you used to be so accountable and used to be so disciplined and show up. But guess what? The common factor is you used to be interactive mm-hmm. and then they fall off or they're like, oh, I just can't do it. Maybe you said a one one timer a day for 10 minutes. And maybe that means you go and comment on as many as you can with, you know, genuine comments. Mm-hmm. But the minute they fall off from interacting, they instantly start falling off posting and then it snowballs. Yep. And then they instantly stop doing their workouts because mm-hmm. one excuse leads to another which leads to then they're falling off and it's been six months and they're like, I used to do this every day. I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. You quit commenting. You quit interacting. Mm -hmm. Where your mind goes, your body kind of follows. Yes, exactly. And so, I don't know, it movement, if it all circles in, movement's medicine. If you start pouring into the positive, your life feels easier and no matter your struggle, feels a little bit lighter. It does. And there's just so much goodness inside of JGFG. Mm Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. And I mean, 100% to just reiterate what you said is don't feel bad if, you know, you get your post in and then you've got people commenting and all you have time for is just to like it or if you just read them. Right. I mean, nobody in this group is going to say, oh, well, I commented on that, but she didn't even acknowledge that I did that. You, You have to just tell yourself and be okay with the fact that People know and people appreciate and know that you're reading your encouragement, your enthusiasm. I mean, there's women that I see that post and they're like, sorry that I haven't been, you know, as present or, you know, I I just have a lot going on. And I guarantee you there's probably a thousand other women that feel the exact same way and they appreciate that you just said that. Reading that helped them to know that they're not alone. And we all have things going on and we're going to have days and weeks where we're just like, man, all I can do today is just the 25 minutes. That's all I've got. Right. And that is okay. And there's going to be people that are on the same page as you. Right. And you have to just have that door open for people to be able to relate to all of the ups and downs, no matter what's going on. I agree. And some people find, like you find what works for you in your season. Some people Mm -hmm. are like, I don't have to post daily to hold myself accountable. Mm -hmm. I've got that part down and that's great. But maybe what I've seen is who doesn't like the positive feedback? Mm -hmm. And so it's they'll sometimes take a selfie every day after their workout, but then they wait until Friday and they post all five days. Mm -hmm. And then it's like give like a weekly recap. And sometimes that is enough for people to kind of give a little reset. They do that for a month and then Mm -hmm. they're like, okay, but it's this idea of I have to respond to every comment. I don't, no. I've never commented on one person and been like, 
you better respond back. Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't, I don't even anybody, respond back. I don't think anyone thinks that way. I think it's no. just in our head right. that we're like, this is the right thing I'm supposed to be doing, right? And right. No. Like sometimes we're just in our own head. Right. And life's busy and everyone gets it. And mm-hmm. that is relatable. And so just do what you can in your season of life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone is on different walks and seasons and that's okay. And that's the beauty of it. And that's what makes JGFG go round is that we're all at different areas and different levels and different abilities. And so relatable is great. You seem to balance motherhood and fitness really well. And you said that always was not the case for you. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what was a switch for you? So I would say it was, I joined JGFG. uh, It was shortly after my second child turned one, I believe. So back in 2021-ish. And prior to that, uh, you know, I would go to the gym early, early in the morning, you know, obviously just go straight to the treadmill, never wanted to touch the weights yep. for some reason. Um, but yeah, that was always just kind of my me time. And then I had my first child and while I was pregnant, you know, my husband had a pretty terrible accident. And so that was a very traumatic experience for me. And it was being pregnant all at the same time. It just, I think it really, it shook me a little bit more than what I like to lead on. Um, So it it just kind of shifted my priorities and made me want to focus more on him and my baby just because I was so blessed and thankful that I still had all of them. Yeah. So it took me a while. I was happy where I was. Um, but after my second baby, my husband is the one that encouraged me to join. Um, he heard about it on the radio. He's like, why don't you just give that a shot? You know, because he knows that, you know, playing sports and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. So jump in. And you already know this. I was a bad member and didn't pay attention to all the onboarding videos and whatnot. There's a welcome video there for is. a reason. There is. You need That's to okay. go watch it and listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> it gets very confusing if you don't watch it because you're like, what do these mean? What yes. does this mean? Where yep. do I go? Uh-huh. And I even this week, I've had like 10 people and I'm like, I sent you a message and I told you where it was. And they're like, what am I doing? Exactly. And, but the sweaty sisters are so amazing. And they're like, Hey, go watch the welcome video. Go uh-huh. reach out to Jen and they'll like guide you yes. so you don't feel lost. You'll never feel lost mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. wedding sister. Yep. Just ever. Pick one little thing at a time. Just chip away at it. Yeah. But I, when I first started, I kind of didn't really educate myself and go all in. And like we were just talking about the commenting piece. Um, I was not really posting anything. I was just kind of watching and kind of learning and and watching what everyone else was doing. But then something clicked. I don't know what it was, but I honestly think, and I told you this earlier, it was a couple girls that would, and I I knew one of them, knew two of them, and then there was a third that I didn't even know. And they would just follow my story and encourage me. Mm-hmm. And it almost just changes your mindset outside of that 30 minutes that you're spending and devoting to your program. And you just kind of carry that with you throughout your day. And I think with kiddos, my main priority is to be a good example for them Mm -hmm. in all facets of life, whether it's just taking care of yourself, eating good, trying to be healthy and walk and exercise. I wanted to be strong for them. 
and I want to be around a long time right. for them. Yeah. Um, so to me, I wanted to just constantly day in and day out, show them what strength is, whether that's showing them that I'm upset about something. It's okay. If, if you're having a bad day, don't say, oh, you know, why are you cranky? Or I mean, there's days that moms right. have short patience, but most of the time it's just you trying to be a great example so that they feel proud to emulate your behavior and your actions and they can just keep carrying that with them. Right. So I think for me, that was the switch is that I've got these two little girls that I want to be independent, strong, and they are strong, very strong willed. (laughs) Um, They're going to give us a run for our money, but I would rather them be that way than not sure of themselves and um, not outgoing. And so for me, that is what made me push myself and continue to every single day. Right. Just because I know that that's now what they know their mom is. And I don't want them to know me any other way. That's funny you said that this thing that Addie just said to me last night popped in my head. Mm -hmm. She said, um, I was saying something like, oh, you're just like your dad on that. And she goes, maybe but I have your personality. And I go, okay, is that a good thing? And she goes, absolutely. We have the best personality. And I was like, oh, yes, girl, we do. And so it's funny at different ages how they see you. Mm -hmm. And then I think Addie and your oldest, they're at this age where it's clicking of like, I want to be like that. Mm -hmm. I and they, the kids observe more mm-hmm. than you realize. Mm-hmm. And they see like how you carry yourself. So if you're walking into a grocery store and you're like head down, really self-conscious, shoulders like arched over mm-hmm. and you're like kind of nervous, they see that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When they're feeling intimidated, that's how they're going to act. Yep. But if they see you walk through that door and I always tell Addie, chest up, shoulders back. I told my members this too. Mm-hmm. Strongest in the room. Mm-hmm. I don't care what is on that other side of that door. You walk in and you can handle anything and it changes your perspective. Mm -hmm. And even like circling to what you said, when you, one or two comments, even if you, if the max, some days I am like, I pour out, pour out, pour out, and I'm not putting anything back in my cup, putting out, I'm like, I can't, I don't have it in me to comment today. And then I go and comment and I'm like 10 a day. I can do 10 a day, Mm -hmm. even if it's a season of busy or season of like not motivated. Yeah. The minute you're starting and you're seeing all of these members 10 a day, by the end of 10, you're like, I can do that because Mm -hmm. guess what? Someone else is busier than you and they showed up and that changes your perspective. Mm -hmm. And that makes you like, okay, Again, not focusing on the negative because that can consume you. Yes. You're like, oh my gosh, this is a ray of sunshine. Amanda Gay, she's a ray of sunshine. (laughs) Like she did it. She's got all this going on. This or maybe like what I also like seeing when you're post, maybe something didn't go ideal for your day Mm -hmm. and you'll share it with the group, but you always follow it with a positive Mm -hmm. or you're like, one of my buddies came down and interrupted my workout, but that's okay because then, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You always circle it to something positive. And I have sat back as like, you're all sweaty mama beast here. And I'm like, yes, because someone who I knew in the group before you or have known and watched, maybe they only focus on this negative. Mm-hmm. And then now you see this shift in their mindset of like their next post. Mm-hmm. 
this happened, but that's okay because then my little buddies worked out with me. Yep. And and it's it's interesting what you see and where you spend your time and who you spend your time with, even if it is on the internet, is what you become. That's correct. And so 100%. that is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. If you're going to hang out, look at the five people you hang out with the most on the internet, in person, you will become them if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. So pick your people, pick your circle very wisely. And that's outside of like your kids. Mm-hmm. But like, who do you spend around? Like, if do they work out? Chances are, if you're with them enough and long enough, you're mm-hmm. going to start working out. Or if, are they walking? You're probably going to start walking. Mm-hmm. Are they a smoker? you might become a smoker. Mm-hmm. Are they constantly having wine every night and you used to not do that and now you do? Look around. Yes. There's always, it can be a positive and a negative. Mm-hmm. And so it is interesting. They always say sit with women who are empowered and the conversations are different. Yep. And it, that's true in mm-hmm. JGFG. Oh, for sure. I mean, sometimes you're going to have people say maybe not necessarily what you're wanting to hear. They're going to give you some tough love. Um, guilty. And, yeah. And I 100% accept that. Right. Like I, my husband would laugh at this, but I still am. I'm a pretty sensitive person. I can. Girl, I am too. And certain things. Yes. I'm like, Johnny's like, you are so independent. You are this. And then your feelings get hurt so easy. I'm like, I know. I know. Same. I don't, I don't know what it is. My mom even jokes about it. You are just, and I'll, make a joke back and I'll be like I am not sensitive like, we are the same my feet. person oh, so I'm trying so so much to be better and not just assume what I think people are thinking or yep. not assume what someone said means this I've been taking a step back mm-hmm. like what you said in a prior podcast you take a step back and honestly I've just been saying is this gonna matter in 15 minutes. Does it matter in five years? It doesn't matter in five minutes. Yes. Give yourself a minute. It sucks. If it doesn't reflect you and hurt you in five years, it doesn't matter. Yes. It just, that can, that type of mentality can consume you. And I used to let that happen. And so I have tried introducing all of my devotionals that I have and just spending time reading. Yeah. I mean, I read a book, but I was proud of myself for reading a book because I haven't done that in a long time. Did the 12-week challenge make you do that? It did. Yeah. It sure did. But just taking a step back and kind of just absorbing everything around you and all the blessings that you write down, your gratitude, that puts things into perspective. You can't be anxious. There's a study. You can't, the feeling of anxiety can't happen at the same time as the feeling of gratitude. That's right. You Mm -hmm. literally, it can't happen at the same time. So Mm -hmm. if you're sitting there focusing or maybe something just happens and maybe something bad at work, maybe something out of your control happened to you because there's things that do happen to you Mm -hmm. and you're just so anxious about it and you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's consuming. Like you just see yourself going downhill. Stop, Mm -hmm. count to five. Focus on 10 things and grab a piece of paper, pen to paper, big Mm -hmm. deal. Write down 10 things you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. Your kids, this, that. Find little things too. Like I always write 10 great, like 10 big things, 10 little things. Mm -hmm. And that changes Mm because I'm like, well, I can't skip my kids. I can't skip Johnny. Can't skip like all of these core things. So those are core grateful things. Now 10 small things. Mm -hmm. Hot coffee in the morning alone. Yum. Yes. 
a, a, a day with you mm-hmm. tonight. That'll be my day. Aww. Like on my gratitude. Ditto. A day with you. Yep. Um, <laughs> the like so many things like these snuggles, this little smirk or writing it down in the last six months. I've pen to paper morning and night mm-hmm. has changed my life on now I have this notebook full of things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Maybe even some days, if it was a hard day, things that stress me out. Mm-hmm. And there's no rules. Like I always make a, a worksheet for people in the group. Um, but that helps guide them. But then it takes it to just get a notebook and write and just put anything. There's no rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, no rules. In- and you know what nobody thinks of either is... Maybe on the really hard days, go back and reread right. everything that you have written down. I have done that so many times. Yeah. I've got your one of your journals that you sent on some, I don't know, bundle, I think. But uh-huh. ever since I received that, every single day that I work out, I find I, a quote. Yes. And I've kind of shared like some videos of how full it's getting. But on some of the harder days, and I told Finley, my daughter, I told her that she was going to get that one day and hopefully she loves it. But love until it. then, I'm going to keep filling it up. Go back and reread everything that you have poured yourself into. And it just, it, like you said, it is impossible to continue down that negative road right. whenever you're reliving all of that, all of that kindness and all the blessings. And maybe a quote will hit differently for sure. today than it did six months ago when you mm-hmm. wrote it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was saying is like, Read the hard because after you've had clarity and a clear mind and maybe a month have passed and that felt like a really big moment for you. And then now you're looking back at it and you're like, I made it through that mm-hmm. hard, dark time. And you're like, I can, that was deep. Like, and you almost like relive those moments when you're writing that hard season or hard thing that you wrote down. And you're like, you remember it like it was yesterday, mm-hmm. but today you can breathe easier. And now you're like, I made it through that. I can make it through anything. Mm-hmm. And and now you're like, okay, what were the steps I took to get through that and past that hard point? Now you know for the next time. Exactly. And so that is why pen to paper is so good. And another reason I love it is I will be like, my kids will say something and maybe it's like read speeches off and he said something that is so cute or Addie <laughs> says something and I'm like, I want to remember that forever. Right. And I stop in my tracks and I'm like, I'm going to remember that forever. And then I'm like, who am I kidding? I don't remember what I said yesterday. Uh-huh. And then- um, like a week will pass and I'm like, what? How did they say that? What did they say? Mm-hmm. And I wish I wrote it down. So I started writing down the cute things mm-hmm. or like Ava will babble and I will try to write down what it sounds <laughs> How like. the pronunciation. Yes. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember that. And I just looked back the other day on something that Reed said and it was like melt me in my puddle. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I wrote that down. Was it Jonathan? Jonifer. <laughs> he calls this Jonifer. Well, calls Johnny Jonifer. So uh-huh. he'll be like, Dad, Daddy, Dad, Dad. And he won't answer because Johnny can tune anyone out. Uh-huh. And then Reed goes, Jonifer. And then Johnny's like, What? And Addie's like, That's disrespectful. And Reed's like, Well, he won't listen to me. Right? I needed him. Okay. <laughs> and I find myself guilty. Like, I think he learned it from me because I will be like, To my parents, I'll say their name and they don't, I'm like, Vicky. And she's like, don't call me that. And I'm like, what's your name? Right. And so I think he's seen me do that enough. And uh-huh. he'll do it to my mom or my dad too. Papa, Papa, Stephen Wayne. Oh. And I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> whoops. Well, I did that. <laughs> yeah. So it's that spicy second kid. Uh huh. There you go. But so 
I think I think your feedback on that is great because your kids are always watching watching you, the good, the bad, the things that you say. And we talked about this, like when you talk to yourself in the car and then your kids repeat it and you're like, wow, they actually heard that. Yep, always. And, <laughs> and you're like kind of proud, kind of ashamed. I love it. But just like today, so we, I came to my studio, you walked in and you, Addie greeted you. Mm-hmm. And you're probably like, oh my gosh, I would have brought Finley. And and so, but she heard that I was going to record this new bonus workout, a yoga video with my um, babysitter who's a yoga instructor. And she heard Johnny and I talking about it. And she instantly goes upstairs and she heard, she's been hearing me talking about waking up early and getting Mm -hmm. my workouts done first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I have not had this conversation with her. She's just heard me talk about it. Uh She's seen me record videos for the group for it. Okay. and she heard this conversation and I was like, yeah, I'm going to meet her there at nine. I'm going to wake up at six and I'm going to get my first two workouts done. Yada, yada, yada. Which you did. I did. Well Woo-hoo. done. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, and so Addie just disappears. She goes upstairs and she comes down and she's got a little sports bra and some biker shorts <laughs> on the table with socks. And I was like, what's that? She goes, I'm going with you in the morning. Wake me up early. I said, I'm waking up at six. She goes, perfect. Wake me. I'm like, nope, I'm not waking up at six. You're going to be a bear. And I was like, no, I'm not waking up at six. But I, if you really want to come, she goes, I am definitely going to do yoga. I've always wanted to try it. Again, she sounds just like me. Yes. I've always wanted to try it. And so I would just like to do it. Because if I do it, workout girls, that's what she calls the kids, Uh workout girls my age might do it with their moms. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I love you. Yes. And she, so she did. She saw my clothes laid out on the table because I was like, I'm going to get them down. I'm mm-hmm. going to get prepared. So that way I'm not waking up the kids and waking everyone up. And so I have my clothes and I'm just going to go downstairs and change and be ready for my workouts mm-hmm. in the morning. She did the same thing. Oh my Woke gosh. her up and I was like, hey, do you still want to do yoga? And she popped out of bed and was like, absolutely, was ready to go. Dang right. She crushed it. She did better than me. Oh my gosh. I would be terrible. Mm-mm. You have to do it with your I, girls. I will definitely give it a go. We're not going to be recording any of this, <laughs> but I'll try it. <laughs> but those that was such a positive mom win for me. Oh, yeah. Like that moment, I was like, I wrote that down in my journal last night because I was like, I would remember that forever, mm-hmm. that she connected all the dots and took action on her own. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is... And upstairs, we were getting ready, and I was talking to Sarah about what the flow is going to look like, and she was telling me, and Addie goes, you never know, whenever I take over JGFG, and it's going to be AGFG, Oh, I might be a yoga instructor. Okay. And I was like, girl, you better be more than just a yoga instructor. <laughs> and, and so um, it's that was like such a mom win for me. So like I feel like all day long, I'm like, I've been thinking about that moment, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so proud of her mm-hmm. and me. Like, it's okay to be proud of you yes. for setting it those is. examples for them. Pat yourself on the back. This past week, or maybe it was last week when Finley was doing her uh, Addie's moves, Lenny joined in with her in my bedroom, just on the carpet. Yeah. She was using mouthwash as her weights. I love it. And one of them was lighter because someone had to use the mouthwash. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. So she's doing them and Lenny's trying to join in and all Lenny knows is donkey kicks. Let's do donkey kicks. So she just flings her leg around everywhere. Uh And all of a sudden, Finley's, you know, getting after it, doing her own thing. And then all of a sudden I hear Lenny. She just goes, my legs are on fire. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I say that. I say that all the time. Yeah. I mean, 
leg day, obviously, but every day is leg day pretty much. And I just laughed because I was like, you little turds are listening all the time. Oh, yeah. And you know, I mean, donkey kicks, she knew that from being down there with me. Yeah. Faya, because I say that because I'm not going to say bad words in front of them. I got to have a filter. Right. But it just cracked me up. And she looked at me right when she said it Uh because they just. They know. They have pride. Mm-hmm. They're like, Mom, look at me. Look, I'm doing what you're doing. Right. And then I just talked like you too. Is that not the coolest? Right. I'm like, yes. And they almost look at you for like positive, yep. like reassurance. Like, see that? Exactly. And you're like, oh, girl, I see that. So yes. sometimes you're like shook and you're like, whoa, you stopped me in my tracks because you reminded me so much of me. But uh-huh. then I instantly have to be like, crush it. Oh my gosh, you look so good. Yes. You Like, look at those muscles. You're so strong. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. Always. And like being sore, I, is, is Finley in sports or anything? Yeah, she does soccer, softball, yeah, basketball, all those things. Yep. So Addie just got on the competition team for a gymnastics place up here. And mm-hmm. she, the training is like pretty intense for mm-hmm. these little girls. I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> dang. Okay. And <laughs> she's been experiencing being so like actually sore for the first time. Like she uh-huh. got out, it was like her first leg day in their training mm-hmm. and they do circuits and they're like crushing them Dang. and 30 seconds on and then they don't get a break. They have to move straight to, it's like 15 minutes of that for their little bodies. Yes. It's a lot. That is. And, and so she was like, like she, and she's worked out with me for, since she could walk, mm-hmm. but she was like walking and was like, I can barely move. That was her first day. Walking like a giraffe. Yes. And she's uh-huh. like, my legs hurt, hurts to sit. I can't even sit on the toilet. And hearing her say those, it was like a, she's heard me say uh-huh. that before. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it hurts to sit down yep. on the toilet. Yep. And so, uh, so many proud mom moments, mm-hmm. but finding balance for me was really, really hard of balancing my expectations mm-hmm. of my body does not look the same as it did at, before I had kids. Mm-hmm. After one, two, and now three kids, your body looks different. Mm-hmm. You've got marks and warrior marks where you didn't before, mm-hmm. and it's okay. My hips, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them, but they don't fit in any of the jeans prior to being pregnant with Ava. Uh-huh. And like, they don't go past my knees. And I'm like, but my body fat is where it was when I was, before I was pregnant with Ava. Yeah. On, so perfect example of your shape changes. It does. And it may not go back. Mm-hmm. And every time I've gotten pregnant, my hips just get broader. And mm-hmm. obviously that's okay. And while your numbers on the scale or a body scan may tell you otherwise, while I look in the pictures and I am starting to finally love what I'm seeing again mm-hmm. because of my hard work and my macros. Mm-hmm. I went to go put on these jeans the other day and they don't they don't go past my knees. And I had this moment where I'm like, I can absolutely be disgusted with myself mm-hmm. and I can body shame and I can be mean or I can say, eh, hopefully they fit somebody else and I donated them. Right. And people don't stop and you have to as a female. I don't care if you've had kids or not. Like just as a female, your body's always changing. We have to lose the expectation of, Oh, I want to look like I did whenever I was in college. Yes. I want to look as I did when at my wedding. Mm-hmm. Girl, you're 10, 15 years past that. Yes. So you can't hold this standard and expectation for your body to look a specific way because your body's mature now. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You get curves and you it's okay. Yes. And that's the beauty of it. So for me, I was like, I had a moment of like, 
the heck? And I sat there for a minute and I go, Juicy J's in the house. She's back. <laughs> and Johnny goes, dang right she is. And so I- Get rid of those jeans. Yeah. He's like, just buy you some bigger ones. Yep. And for me, I've never tried to associate like my worth with size of jeans or anything. It's like, if it fits, great. If it doesn't, next size up. Yep. And I don't care. Like to me, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like a size six and this will fit me, but a size four and this will fit me. Mm-hmm. And those were a size two and why I thought I could get in them, I don't know. But they didn't go too far. But then I just turned it into a, Johnny looked at my face and he goes, you had like almost a moment of like panic. And then I'll go a little twerk. And I was like, <laughs> just a J in the house. And he's like, I would prefer you with this body with curves than no curves. Yes. And so losing that expectation, because mm-hmm. that as a female can be haunting forever. Yeah. yeah. And so you have to know, I'm here to be strong, get that nice booty, mm-hmm. and big muscles. Truly, that's all I'm after. And I, happy. Yeah, happy. I mean, I am still trying to be, I wouldn't say confident, maybe confident, but I've always been one that I love wearing the the skinny jeans and then the tunic shirts or yeah. the flowy shirts. My husband will laugh when he hears this because he... I'll buy like I've been trying like I wore all two piece swimsuits on vacation. I know I'm proud I of you. Just every day. I didn't even pack a one piece because I did not want to have that that fallback. Because I'm proud of the work I've put in. I know I look different, but you know what? I'm 38, two kids, and I have been working my rear off right. to try to be healthy and to be a good role model. And I have been trying lately to buy stuff that fits my figure more, mm-hmm. more form fitting. And my husband will even comment. He's like, well, look at you buying a shirt that actually fits you. Like I'll order something new. I'll be like, what size did you get? Cause he knows, he yeah. knows that I will always go one too big. And I don't know what, I don't know what the deal is with that. I think it's just, were you ever overweight? No. Yeah. And so it's just, I don't know what it is about that, but self-conscious maybe of like maybe hiding yourself. Yeah. I think it's just, I'm more comfortable that way. Yeah. I don't have to constantly feel like I'm readjusting. Yeah. But, but it's interesting. Whenever you go from a runner perspective, mm-hmm. you're a runner before just cardio only mm-hmm. to late weightlifting. Now you're like, I want to show my muscles. Yes. I want to show this hard work uh-huh. and it changes literally your mindset. It does. Yeah. Definitely my arms and shoulders. Yeah. I... I mean, I never really had muscles. Like we would work out in college for for sports, but it was it was just something you had to do. It was never anything that I was trying to accomplish right. necessarily. But yeah, I would say 100% I'm doing my best. You have to take leaps and put yourself out there and try things that you haven't before. I know it sounds silly that it's just talking about what you wear, but I think a lot of people yeah. struggle with just feeling okay in their own skin. So. Right. Go out there. Being uncomfortable makes you grow. Exactly. This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit. The strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become Top Notch. Check out tnclothing.com to become your top-notch self. 
So I was going to ask you, I recently have noticed a shift in you. Like you used to stick to your comfortable weight, Mm -hmm. okay? Like maybe 10s, 15s, occasional 20s. I feel especially over the summer, I've seen you increase your weights, Mm -hmm. which now in the last maybe month even, everyone's like, dang girl, look at those shoulders, look at those biceps. Uh I'm seeing these huge growths with you. Tell Mm -hmm. everyone and help talk them into pushing harder because- I literally tell you every day on the screen mm-hmm. per which week it is when you're starting or what what you're doing. If mm-hmm. it's a heavy week, if it's a lighter, or, you know, pick up the medium weight. And I'm telling you, this is what I'm using. Just not that you have to match me, but mm-hmm. for reference. Yeah. What was your shift? Because now for me, in the 14 years I've lifted weights, I love the heavier weights because that's when I see the most growth. Mm-hmm. However, you have to find balance. You can't be heavy, 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 heavy all the time. Right. And you can't be light, light, light all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to have, that's why we do it the way I formulate my program. You have to have both. And so tell us, and maybe you're going to encourage some sweaty sisters mm-hmm. to pick up the heavier weight and not be afraid of it. Okay. Well, I it was kind of funny. Um, I think all of it started during one of the stronger weeks, um, whenever it was kind of full body. And I would always, I've always had pretty strong legs. I played soccer and basketball for a bit, but I've always been confident with a heavier weight on legs. And that's just kind of always how I've been. It's never bothered me to grab, which we just bought 50s, but um, that's never really intimidated me. But during the stronger weeks, whenever I have all of those heavier ones out there, you know, the 25s, 30s, whatever it is. I'm like, you know what? We're going to a chest press. I'm I used to do 15s or 20s, I yeah. think. And your chest is so strong, I don't care who you are. Like it, after it 20 weeks, you should be lifting heavier. Yes. And like when you say that, sometimes it just goes in one ear and out the other. And, and you're it does. Like, ah, and, she's yeah. not talking to me. I'm doing enough. But then it's like, okay, I already have this weight out because we just did a leg move. You know what? I'm gonna give that a go. And so I didn't have to go over to the weight rack and grab it. It was just literally right there. And it sounds so silly, but it being right there, I just grabbed it. And I was right. like, you know what? I'm going to try to do 30s on on chest press and see what I can do. And then you just shock yourself because you're like, that actually, I mean, it was hard. Right. But I'm like, I could totally do that. And so then you just chip away at it and you're like, okay, well, on Tuesday, I did 30s. I'm going to do 30s again and see if it's easier. Right. So you just keep stacking it up and then you do, you start to see the growth and you have to take the pictures. Yes. You have to. I I told myself, I was like, I am never going to take a flex picture. I'm never going to do it. If I do, I'm not going to share it. It's so funny how you like set these rules. It is. And and then it's just like, why? That was so silly. Why did I even like make that? Yeah an ultimatum for myself. So many people do it. Yes. And you're like, I'm like, don't set these rules. Yes. And like, now I'm like sharing that, like I'll text them to my husband. I'll be like, dang. Or like my sister, she's very into fitness too, which I love, but I'll send them to her and I'm like, send me yours. And she laughs, but it's just like, you go from not wanting to do it, not wanting to put yourself out there to then just continuing to grab the heavier. And you're like, wow, I do look different. This is changing. And it can be just five pounds. Right. Going from hammer curling tens to being like, you know what? I'm going to try to do 25s for just three or four reps. And that's all the progressive overload. You have to do it. And that's why I 
program my program to be the way it is because mm-hmm. I try, I'm like, okay, if I tell them every week on this week that they can do it, it's going to click for some mm-hmm. and like it clicked for you. Yeah. And sometimes maybe like just unracking your weight rack is a big deal. It is. And for me even, like if I only allow myself to have 10, 15, 20, 25 out, that's all I'm going to grab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll put my 10s up and then I'm stuck with my 15. Yes. And I'm like, for like an arm day, and I'm like, that's my lightest. Mm-hmm. And you have to shift what your light is. Mm-hmm. And always go up and down by five pounds. Over the, my experience and just my professional experience, five pound increments of growth is huge. Yes, and, it is. And maybe five pounds doesn't feel like a lot. But whenever you're going from 20s to maybe 25s, that's a great growth. Mm-hmm. And then if that was light and you can get more than eight reps, now you know you can do your 30s. Mm-hmm for maybe four to six reps. Yep. And if that felt light, if six, go up mm-hmm. 35s. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be easier. But I've, I've been saying it in workouts and I think it's clicked for quite a few members. When I say your press weight shouldn't be your fly weight. Right. And they're like, oh. Yes. Because they were just going straight to press, then yep. to fly. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you should have a 15 pound difference mm-hmm. on your press to fly weight. Yep. And so I'm pressing 40s and I can fly 20s. Mm-hmm. 20s is like where I feel safe with. It challenges me for flies, but I know I'm not going to hurt my shoulders. Exactly. I've tried 25s and I listen to my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope, I can do four or five reps with it. Is it worth maybe extending too far and hurting myself? No. Yep. That's where I'm at too. And so yep. you have. there's a point where pushing yourself with certain muscle groups is key to growth, mm-hmm. but it's also you have to... Listen to your body when it says stop. Mm -hmm. And as a female male, I don't care who you are, there's a stopping point on certain specific moves for smaller muscle groups, even bigger muscle groups, Mm -hmm. or saying things like your squatting weight shouldn't be what your curling weight is. Right. And if you're only squatting with your 15s, but you also curl your 15s, unless we're doing a combo move, Mm -hmm. you need to put those 15s down. Yes. And you pick up heavier. Yes. And again, there's certain circumstances. If you are older and that is just you're just doing the movement for longevity mm-hmm. love it mm-hmm. i'm here for it if you are you know recovering if you're new but if you are a seasoned member and you're doing if you can easily double up your curl weight and squat weight should be different mm-hmm. and so there's different circumstances for different bodies different i mean there's, i could go on pregnant like so many different where you wouldn't, you would match a lighter weight. And maybe you're doing, you're in a season of just doing the workouts, just pressing play Mm -hmm. for accountability and discipline. And I'm here for it. But if you're looking for that growth, that level up, Mm -hmm. look at your weights. Yep. I mean, like what you said earlier, you get what you give. And if you have been here a long time, and that's kind of where I was at, then I'm like, you know what, I've been doing it kind of, it didn't become mundane, but I needed a little switch up. So I was yep. like, I am going to push myself. And for a while there, I don't remember what it was for. Um, it may have been for the 12-week challenge, but I was actually posting the weight that I was using with my posts because I was like, I like seeing it whenever you say it on screen yeah. or just observing who's with you. I like seeing what they're doing. And there's a lot of girls that do that. And I appreciate that just because it's like, you know what? I think I'm going to try that. Like if she's trying that, I'm going to give it a go too. And I, it's a love hate for head. me. Yeah. Because I see both sides of it. I see mm-hmm. that it can be very motivating for the right person yes. who is in the right mindset. That's true. Because it can but then I see it's competition. a competition. Yeah. And while there is not a competition inside JGFG, mm-hmm. sometimes the wrong 
or right person can turn it into a competitive within themselves. Yeah, that's very like it's true. never like, oh, I feel like I'm competing against you. It's like a, well, they did that. And now I have to do that. Or you did six workouts and now I have to do six workouts. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're in a different season of life. Maybe your macros are obviously going to be completely different and so many different factors. Mm-hmm. So I always say I love it and I hate it. Do it. But also make sure that your expectations match your efforts mm-hmm. and you are identifying yourself as you. And not through somebody else. Correct. And we talked about this earlier about body comparison. And I think it goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say this about my employees really quick. Like Jenny, Jessica, Rachel wasn't here for this, but I was like telling you this story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rachel was working from home or maybe she was out with one of her kids that day. But Jenny and Jessica were in my office. And we all stood in front of the mirror in a bra and in biker shorts. And we are all... Three completely different body types. Mm-hmm. Jessica's quite a bit taller than Jenny and I. Jenny's like half an inch <laughs> taller than me and she'll never let me forget it. <laughs> but I could get so caught up on, I want quads like Jenny. Mm-hmm. But her legs are so much shorter than my legs and she's taller than me. Mm-hmm. And my wingspan is two inches wider, like longer than hers and she's taller than me. Her torso is like four inches taller than mine and where she's taller than me. And so it's interesting body dynamics. Her My quads grow on the side of my leg. It's your DNA. Mm-hmm. They're never going to be front heavy like hers. She wants a booty. She's like, I always want, I want your booty. If I, I'll give you my quads if I can have your booty. <laughs> and I am like, I'm happy with my quads because I look back where I started mm-hmm. naturally before weightlifting, I had tiny little chicken legs with no butt. Mm-hmm. And naturally, that was my genetics. No matter what, if where I put on weight, my hips and my love handles and my belly, never my butt. And I'm like, or my boobs. And I'm like, I just don't understand. But now as a weightlifter, I appreciate my body more because I can completely transform my body my body composition with weights and mm-hmm. the right amount of macros for my goals. And it is, that's life-changing for me. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, I have, that's why Johnny calls me Juicy J because he's like, that booty just gets better every year. <laughs> I'm like, it's all my squats, all my hard work. Right. And so that's why I respect people who have muscle so much because I'm like, you just can't, you don't wake up with a magic wand and have mm-hmm. muscle. There's no quick fix to gaining. Well, there sort of is, but like you're still putting in the hard work, oh, even yeah. for those people who are in shows or if they're taking storage, whatever that looks like. Yes, that is, I don't agree with it. And that is a another podcast, but mm-hmm. they still have to put in the work. Right. You can't just give yourself those enhancements and you get the ma- the magic wand of muscles. You don't get that. They are putting in hours and hours and hours of work in mm-hmm. the right nutrition. And so there's a level of respect versus the opposite if you are just trying to lose weight, there's so many quick fixes for just a quick fat loss, yep. but you can't do that when you're trying to gain muscle. Mm-hmm. And so there's, for me, a level of respect of skinny fat people to muscular people Yep. and people with no muscle tone versus muscle tone. And it is a slow go. Yes, it's so slow and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And you can't be like, well, I 
have been doing, you know, I do three workouts a day and I do this and I follow my macros, but you've only been doing it for a year. Mm-hmm. Guess what? First of all, like there's so many different variables. I have to talk into people and my members of like, you're 10 years older than this person. Yes. You have started maybe 20 weeks ago. They've been here three years. Mm-hmm. You, and I have to talk people and it's okay. It's what I'm here for. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. But the perfect story, and when you just said earlier when I was telling you about me, Jenny, Jessica, comparing these, it's easy for us to look at each other and be like, well, I wish I had your delts. I mm-hmm. wish I had your quads. Every member is like, I wish I had Jenny's quads. And I'm mm-hmm. like, guess what? You're never going to have them. Right. Because your body is different than hers. Mm-hmm. The way her body grows muscle is going to be different than yours. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, Jess, I am obsessed with your shoulders. Guess what? Your body is different than mm-hmm. hers. I wish I had Jessica's abs. But her core is so much longer than mine. And yeah. it's just a different shape. Mm-hmm. And... I've had three kids. She's had one. So many variables. Yes. Jenny's like, I wish I had your biceps, Jen. And mine are rounder and a length, like a little bit longer. Hers are long, and but her delts pop. Mm-hmm. And her arms are shorter than mine. There's so many things. So stop when you can use somebody as motivation. Yes. Motivation, not competition. Not competition. Yep. And you could just lose yourself in that. And that's where some of the times members, when they're posting And some of like, you know, maybe even a five-year age gap, they're like, I can't keep up. These girls are doing, you know, doubling and then two bonuses. And am I doing enough for just doing one? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. You are. 30 minutes, 20 minutes is better than zero. Exactly. There's been times that I've, I've been guilty of that. I got in a little bit of a spiral and I'm like, dang, I just, with two kids, with not, you know, working out of the home, having to be ready, getting them to school. I'm like, I just don't have the time to go do the daily, do an ab bonus, do a leg bonus, do an arm, do all of these things. And that is fabulous for people that choose to do that and can do that. Right. But for a time I would like sulk in that. I'm like, dang, I wish I could, or should I start doing it over lunch? I'm like, you know what? No. It's okay. I am getting up at four in the morning. Yes. I don't skip. I don't snooze. And I am proud of that's like one of the biggest things yeah, I pride myself huge. on is that I'm a morning person. I knock it out. Don't have excuses. And I get in what I can. And I've shifted some things with the 12 week challenge. I'll get all of my stuff ready the night before. You can cut 10 minutes here and there. Yes. It just depends upon what your priority is. You can make it happen. Right. But don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. Do it because you want to do it. You want to do it for yourself. Absolutely. And I'll be honest, I've been in a season where I see some of these members and they are doing stacking three, four workouts at Mm -hmm. a time. And and I'm like, that's awesome. I love that. You're like, you're crushing it. There's no denying it. Mm -hmm. But also less is more sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, And it's seasonal. Um, like right now I'm in a season where I do not do more than two workouts at a time. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's a daily and it's weekly. So there's one week I'll stack, I'll do doubles. Then there's one week I will do a double and a bonus. Mm -hmm. And then there's one week every month I only do the 24 minute workout. Yep. And for me, letting go of like, I have to work out for X hours. If it's over 30 minutes, it's a win for me. and Letting that go of feeling like you have to be a specific 
amount of workouts is so freeing. Letting yourself go of not tracking your worth or your workout worth Mm -hmm. on a watch or a scale is freeing. Yes, it is. And so if your life looks different or maybe you have small kids and maybe someone doesn't have kids or maybe someone has older kids, it's so seasonal Mm -hmm. on where you are with life that you can't, you can be like, wow, that's motivation. Like, wow. But maybe your work looks different. Maybe they work from home and maybe you don't. Yep. Maybe they did two workouts on their lunch. They did this. at After dinner, they did this. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to tell you, if you can give me 110% on one daily workout, mm-hmm. that is all I ask. Yep. And you can change your life with the proper nutrition in your body completely by just the daily workout. Macros. It, it, it's enough. Macros have been so fun. I join that bandwagon late too, not listening to, you know, prior welcome things. Um, (laughs) I just mainly focusing on the workouts, but you, I love it. Like it's, it's It's fun. I mean, it it literally is food freedom. Like I made that in one of my posts. I just saw it the other day and I was like, yes, it is. It's unbelievable. And it's so fun. I'm getting my mom on board with it because I, I harp on her that she does not eat enough. Yeah. And I'm like, you can just piece stuff together and it is just, at the end of the day, you're like, oh, dang, I have to eat these Skittles gummies. That's just... Darn it. Darn it. That's terrible. Right. Go to snack club. Exactly. Snack club. And it is, you feel so much more energized. You don't feel lethargic. Right. You're putting good stuff in your body most of the time. And you can have some cheats when you want it. You for sure can. You can fit that in there. And if one... I mean, there's days on the weekends that I don't track, but it still educates you to know that, okay, I feel like I can look back on some of these things and I know that this isn't the best, right? but it is better right. than what I would have done before. Right. So it's just making tiny, tiny improvements. And the tip to my girls who do like six workouts at once, whether mm-hmm. it's like daily double up and then a bunch of bonuses, I'm here to tell you if you're not hitting your macro goals that I have figured for you, or if you're taking macros into your own hands, that's totally up to you. Mm-hmm. But I have some members who do that and they're totally under eating. Then they're in this vicious cycle of overworking, under eating. Mm-hmm. Why am I not seeing results? And then constantly comparing themselves. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that is a hamster wheel that you yep. don't want to get on because yeah. then it is hard yeah, to you find. Off How do there. I get off? Yep. Where's the exit ticket? Mm-hmm. And so you have to, if you're going to be overworking and then they're like doing all these workouts and then they're running on top of it. And I'm like, y'all are crazy. I don't know how they have the energy for all of that. And then they'll be like, Jen, what are you doing? The daily? (laughs) Right. Uh, Just did chest day. Chest day. (laughs) Hanging out with my babies now. 110% effort. Uh But I'm crushing those macros because this girl can eat. Yes. And it's been, it's just fun to piece it together and know like, I can eat what I want, when I want, mm-hmm. no time restrictions. You're not like having to fast and all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. You just fuel your body from midnight to midnight and you're golden. Exactly. And Johnny, I would say if Johnny can do it, anybody can track macros. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And and he loves, he's obsessed with it. He's mm-hmm. like, it's like a puzzle, a daily puzzle that I get to solve. Yes. And I love it. He gets frustrated occasionally when I switched his macros <laughs> for the first like day or two. He's like, man. How am I supposed to eat 400 carbs a day? Because he has such a high metabolism that Uh he's got to eat to be able to gain muscle. Mm -hmm. He's like, how am I supposed to eat this? And I'm like, figure it out. Go to snack club. Uh And so again, still the snack club saga continues. I'll be like laying down. He's like, you come into snack club? Train's about to leave. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm on my way. And that was another thing too with like the candy. Yeah. Like I didn't know who it was. Was it Emily? 
Oh, I can't remember who posted about nerd clusters. Oh, well, I posted about the them gummies, on my the gummy clusters. Story. Yeah. Yes. And then I was like, I think nerd clusters should pay me something because. Oh, my gosh. When I made my video about weighing the nerd clusters uh-huh. and they were like, I love those things. They are unbelievable. Yeah. It's a bad. Don't go down that train if you don't want to want to eat nerd clusters right. your whole life. Yeah. Don't eat them. They're terrible. Save more for the rest. <laughs> right, of us. we want them. No, but that is like I before macros, I would just know and I would categorize this is a good food, this is a bad food, which is and toxic. Half and hard. the time, it's probably not even correct. Right, but now I'm like, oh, I need to go look in the kids' candy cabinet. Yes, because that's the only thing right now that has just carbs and not a ton of fat. Because I'm good on right. my fat, and so you're introducing things back into your life that you kind of said, no, or can't ever have that. Them as bad. Correct. And so it's just like a healthier relationship with, yes. with food. It is, it's, it's unbelievable. That's what I say. The ultimate food freedom yes, and macros. It is so fun. And then whenever you are, you have this food freedom and now you're not associating good food, bad food. Cause mm-hmm. I don't like to put a title on it. I'm like, is it a healthier choice or is it going to bless your body is how I kind of like treat it with my kids. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, this probably has a lot of sugar. And I'm like, if you want it, you can have it. Mm -hmm. But you're only a smaller amount. But if you're really, really hungry, we need to eat protein. Like hungry is a sign you need protein or maybe some fats of like, they're like, what's fat? And so then explaining it to your kids, like that's a lot of, I see a missing key factor. Like they, it's so easy to do the workouts. Like that's the easiest part. And but. That's like the smallest part of it, mm-hmm. of your results. Yep, it is. So like I've noticed 3%. a big difference. And, yep. and so a lot of people are overeating and overeating, undereating equally is harmful, especially overworking, underworking. You have to find the sweet spot for your body mm-hmm. and it play with it. Sometimes you're like, oh, guilty, overeating, guilty, undereating, guilty, overworking mm-hmm. or underworking. Yep. But you have to align your goals, your expectations, and then take action from there mm-hmm. and consistency. Like, it's not going to work in a week. It's not going to work in two weeks. You can't message me a week before your vacation. And you're like, hey, girl, going to the beach next right. week. Can you figure my macros? And I'm like, absolutely, I will. But you're going to be really disappointed oh, when right. you don't have a six-pack of abs uh-huh. in a week. Yeah. And so now you just stress yourself out because it's going to take you about two weeks to figure out how to do this for the first Even time. How to piece it together. Yeah. And then you're going to go on vacation mad and stressed out and your cortisol levels are high and you likely gained weight. And now <laughs> we're in this vicious cycle. Oh, it's so funny sometimes. And I'm like, why don't you just message me when you get back? And uh-huh. they're like, I plan to track while I'm there. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, Don't no. track while you're on vacation. No. So now I have a quote that I want to wrap this whole podcast up on. And I think it totally like just solidifies everything we said. Time is not found it's created. We all have the same amount of time every single day. And what you do with your time is entirely up to you. Yep. And what you do with your time is going to determine your life. Exactly. And it could be a good life or a bad life. And it's up to you. Mm-hmm. The choice is yours. But I love that. When I saw that, I was like, ooh, kind of gave me chills. I'm going to have to steal that for my journal. Yes. Do it. It's yeah. a good one for today. Time is not found. It is created. It is. Time flies. Yes. It really does. And you, every day is a gift. Absolutely. Every single day. And it's very, very apparent whenever you have kiddos. Yeah. They say like, what is that saying? The years 
the days are long, the days. but the years are fast. Yep. And oh my gosh, it's so true. Like Finley's. Addie's going into third grade, Finley's mm-hmm. going into third grade. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're just Ava's age. Yeah. How are you eight? Mm-hmm. And so it's wild. Mm-hmm. You blink and you're like, how did we just like go from zero to a hundred? Now we're in third grade. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know, some moms in the group, they're like, they're having all these seniors this year. And I look yes, at a lot of I've their posts or moms that their kids are going off to college. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I told Johnny, I'm like, we're 10 years away from that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't talk about that. Or getting their license. I know. Yeah. Not ready for that. Nope. And, and that's a scary thought. We're eight years away from our license. Mm-hmm. And 10 from Reed having his license. Oh, geez. Reed's go. He that's goes, a whole nother level of fear. <laughs> Reed goes, mom, when I turn 16, I, I think I want a Lamborghini. And I was oh. like. Well, keep up those chores, buddy. You got to get your chore chart. <laughs> and also, like, maybe you got to create some YouTube channels. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I was like, you're probably going to have like a Honda Accord or something. But, you know, you can have hey, dreams. It's better than, a, you know, a Civic Accord. Those yeah. are all nice. Those are nice Nice cars. options. Yeah. For sure. And But he is. He's like, I'm going to get a sports car. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. I'll buy you Hot Wheels with yes. your dollar from your torch heart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being on here with us. I have enjoyed my day with you, the podcast, the workout. We got a little something special on the workout for yes, you guys when it do. airs. So thank you for being you. I am sure all the sweaty sisters are going to love hearing from you. Well, so. thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate all of these women in this group. This has been the best day. For real. And I, I didn't think this group could get, could get any better, but it is, it's is—it's been a fabulous day. Oh. So, And you were just 100% what I expected, and you're just amazing. Oh, so, thank you. Thank you so much. We love you. You are strong. You are powerful. You are worthy. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.